All right, episode two. Episode two. How was your weekend, episode two? First of all, listen to that audio. So much better. Oh, I need to. I need to watch my levels. Actually, that might have been <laughs> a little loud. Green, stay in the green. And we're back. We're back. Already spending money on microphones, guys. We've invested. We're in it now. I know this is an investment. Um, still looking for sponsors. Yep, I've gotten lots of inquiries. Yeah, we're just waiting no for the right committed. one. Want to yeah. make sure that we believe in the product That's and the right. business and everything. So, what is our product? All right. So week two, did you listen to the first episode? Just just once or twice. How many times? So many times. It's so embarrassing. I felt a little um, narcissistic, honestly, <laughs> with how much I was listening to the episode. But I wanted to, you know, learn from my my mess ups. And yes, I noticed I said the word like a lot. Golly, I think I did. I think I say um yeah. every other word. So we need to work on that. But okay, I did listen to another podcast lately and it was talking about how that's okay. Those words are okay. Likes yeah. and ums and all those are okay. It's but, normal. And some people actually edit those those words out of their podcasts, but we're not going to do that. We're okay. going <laughs> to we're keeping it raw for the people. Keeping we it want raw. to be real. Hundred percent. So week two. Week two. Should we dive in? Yes. How was your weekend? I had a great weekend. I got to hang out with you for part of it. That's true. It was Island Palooza. Um, okay, for just to, for clarification purposes, because yeah. last time we talked about Friday, are we always going to include Fridays as part of our weekends, or only if it's I think Friday is part of the weekend. I mean, yeah. I'm like, are we privileged that we get to count three days as our weekend? I we, feel we are privileged in a lot of ways. Breath, okay, sure. I agree. I agree. Okay, um, Friday was actually really fun because we hosted a pool party for Allie's cheer squad. Nice. So that was great. Had about a dozen middle schoolers in the pool, um, and so that was super fun. I can't honestly even recall Friday night. I don't know. I don't think it was much, but, um, Saturday we went to Island Palooza. I feel like it's one of my favorite days of the summer. Do it's you one feel of my like... favorite days of the year for sure. Okay. Yeah. I'll give my summary. And then I feel like we should go into like a deep dive of what Island Palooza yeah. is. Okay. So, um, just a quick summary. It is an event that the Millers put on every summer. Yep. It's usually two days, correct? Yep. But our family has just gone for the day for Saturdays. Um, and my kids love it. What I love is there's something for everybody. Yeah. From the little kids' water slide, I mean, adults go on it too, but to when you just, okay, everything is like so well thought out. Yeah. Thought out. There are, to me, just these little pieces that were so intentional. Um, from when you get there, there's a welcome drink. Yeah. They provide you the welcome drink. You can make it alcoholic or not. <laughs> um, you Then you start, you know, there's every hour, there's a different activity. There's yep. the water slide. There's volleyball. There's the game of spoons, which... I don't know if you heard the controversy of this year. Was I heard you got second. I didn't know that there's controversy. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. And I will say all day long, I am so honored that I lost to the one and only Rondi Miller. Yes. Silver's still good. If you're not first, you're last I have is heard. what I've always believed. Yeah. Um, however, here's what happened. We were in the very final round and we each had our own set of cards and we're, go, you know, playing the game. We're both trying to get the first one to a set of four. Okay. A gentleman who shall rename, remain nameless knocked my deck over. I did not hear about this. Causing complete mental chaos for me. Like oh, I just was like so, but, and I was so close. I had three in my hand that were all the same number. And as the deck flew everywhere, I was like, oh, panic. I'm trying to collect my thoughts. I'm trying not to aggressively react to. <laughs> and as this is all happening, she won. That seems like it warrants a do-over. Well, here's the thing. I learned she had never won spoons of all the years doing Island okay. Cruisa. And I'm like, 
I'm not. I have one. Yeah. Spoons. That have you won previously? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't realize you had a record. Yes. Okay, nice. One time. So you were trying to uphold your crown. And you, and you did not really clinging to that. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, so it's fine. I'm fine. I've, I've like, I've worked through it. I've processed it and I am happy to give Rondi the crown. Um, no, it, but it's like, okay, there's spoons and then there's, there's meals. Volleyball. There's volleyball. There's the egg race, which Chad and Alice won. Did they? They won. And then your, your parents have trophies for them they have ribbons with medals and then the ice cream truck comes and your dad did the cutest thing and got crisp two dollar bills yep handed them out to the children and adults who wanted ice cream and that's how they paid for that i mean it's just unbelievable how much thought and detail goes yeah. into Island Palooza. So it makes those who the like koozies. Don't forget about the koozies. Koozies. I mean, literally, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, so that was Saturday. Yeah. This is our so this is our sixth year in a row doing Island Palooza. Yeah. And every year it's gotten a little bit we've kind of refined it and figured out what works, what doesn't work. And yeah. um I'll give a kind of a little backstory on okay. on why we started it in the it. first place. Let's so um, Anderson Island is uh, is about a 30-minute ferry ride from Silicon, which yep. is near Tacoma. Um, we purchased this property about seven years ago or so, maybe six or seven years ago. And uh, my family wasn't looking for a vacation property at the time. It honestly kind of um, like fell into our laps. Yep. And um, we got a, an amazing, crazy deal on it, like almost free <laughs> pretty much for this property. Didn't you guys get like that property plus vehicles plus yeah. it was like a it's actually a really crazy like story yeah so this like. this lady um she was trying to sell this property on anderson island a few other um developable lots in anderson island yeah. a house in lakewood a boathouse a boat a truck and there was definitely more than that too but she basically she said i want to you know sell all this stuff and, and move on and yeah. go into a retirement home mm-hmm. is what she was looking for. And she basically said, this is how much I want for everything. And so we were able to um, basically make her an offer for everything all together as a package. Um, we we're able to remodel and sell the home in Lakewood, um, make a little bit of a profit on that, which in turn kind of made this property very almost free, yeah. um, which is crazy. So really no one in my family feels like we like earned or deserve this property at all. And so our goal with it is really to share it with as many people as possible yeah. and really mm-hmm. make it just a place where people could come together and, and memories can be made. So. And you, I feel like if I can like validate that, I feel like you guys do that so well. You have offered it to our family. I know you've offered it to tons of different employees here at Theory. Yeah. Um, but it seems like you live with that property very open-handedly. For you sure. know, you seem like you guys are always willing to share that with people. I think that's amazing. Yeah. And it's it's cool too. I think all of us will, you know, have our, our primary homes that we'll buy and sell and move, you know, yeah. probably many times over the next couple decades. But this property we plan on keeping forever. And right. it's it's just fun to have a property like that. Like I didn't have this growing up. Like this was as a kid, we never had a vacation home or anything like that. Sure. But um, it's so amazing being able to just have this as a kind of a forever property that yeah. we'll be able to to do. And and Island Palooza run year six, but this is something we plan to do kind of forever. So okay, because I was thinking this, I was wondering watching you know your mom and dad put it on. Yeah, your mom's dad is there. I just to me it feels like this is like a a legacy building property and event like do you and isaac plant like do you guys talk like we're gonna when when mom and dad can't do it we're gonna yeah. carry it on like do you see this being like 
something you lead. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, and it's not. It's it's interesting. So last year was huge. You were there last year. I was there last. How year. How many years have you been to Island Plaza? I would say this is my third or fourth. Okay. Year coming. Cool. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So this was sixth annual. I think that's. I think maybe the fourth. I was looking I at. Like, I was I looking at the pictures. We do a, a group picture every year. I yeah. think you and Eric were both both started coming in the same year, which okay. was I think four years ago. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean our plan. So so last year. Um, I think we had almost 200 people there. It was it, huge. It got a little unruly. Yeah. At some time. So it was, we basically, we invite, um, you know, most of our friends, family, yeah. everyone here on our team at Theory. Um, so it's really an open invite to right. people, to almost anybody um, that we know. Um, but what happened last year is uh, the word got out on Anderson Island and yeah. a bunch of people that we didn't know showed up. Right. And um, in the moment, we're like, oh, it's fine. You know, more the merrier. And that's yeah. kind of our mentality in general. But yeah. It got to the point where it felt like it was an event that we were having to work at mm -hmm. rather than an event we were able to enjoy. Yeah. Um, it was, you know, it got out of hand. Yeah. So um, last year we had almost 200 people there. I think this year we had closer to 75 people, which it felt like a nice size. Yeah. Much yeah. better size this yeah. year, um, which I, I was thinking about that actually. So um, we could talk about the Enneagram another day, but for some <laughs> reason, I my ego is like boosted or okay. boosted up by by numbers i'm yeah. very number motivated in right. general and um i think i had the realization this weekend that sometimes you know smaller is better yeah <laughs> it's not we don't like you talk about the future of island Plaza. i don't want it to be something where we have 500 people there yeah. <laughs> in okay. 10 years gotcha. like yes. i would love to keep it um not necessarily small but definitely still intimate and manageable and um just yeah, so that everybody can you know enjoy it, and it doesn't feel like it's overwhelming. Well, so. and there's quality control in that, yeah, right? For sure. Like I imagine, you know, 500 people. How are you providing a welcome drink for every single? Yeah. You know, I mean, that budget alone blows my mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, just being able. I think what's so special is that it's so um, it's so intentional, and right. so uh, for each hour to be intentional to cater to 500 plus people yeah. seems unless you now hire a team of people to run yeah. it so that you can be enjoying it as well. I just feel like it's crazy. And it was great. Actually, this year we had Stephanie's help. She helped yes, with food. I and noticed that. And then it felt like your mom's friends were like on it in the kitchen. Yeah. And I was like, that is, I just feel like you guys have such a good community to they see the dream. Yeah. Great people. Um, yeah. I think that was something previous years. Uh, my mom has handled all the food right. and that it gets to the point where she she feels like she's having to do that all day and isn't really able to enjoy it and yeah. talk to people as much. So it was really nice that you're having some additional help. Yeah. And yes. yeah, and like everybody rallied around to clean up towards the end. And yeah. it was awesome. You so. know what? Speaking of food, there was one year where Chad and I came to Island Palooza and we were fighting. <laughs> were you? We managed to do the entire day not speaking to each other. That's amazing. He manned the grill. That was his like get out of like having to hang out with me and talk to me. He like did the grill move and was there for hours. Um, but yeah, I always laugh at like, it's just funny how you can put on that front yeah. in front of people yeah. of like, oh, hey, how are you? And like, inside, we actually have not spoken. That's <laughs> like, amazing. All day. So, so, so speaking of fighting with Chad. Yeah. Yeah. That was Connie. We, we talked about um, a little earlier. We're like, we should introduce something called Connie's Corner, Connie's Corner. as part of this podcast, yeah. a regular se segment. Any any lessons learned, anything? And obviously, feel free to share whatever you'd like or yeah. not share whatever you'd like. Well, okay. Have you met with Connie in the no. last week? We had a breakthrough in our most recent meeting with her. Okay. Um, I feel like we're going to take a turn emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> we went from, how was your weekend, to house therapy. Yeah. Um, so... 
so backstory, Chad and I, uh, about five years ago, went through a pretty traumatic experience where one of our, our dear friends who was the pastor of our church, who was Chad's best friend, I worked with his wife, um, passed away very unexpectedly. And I do want to be careful to say, like, this is our version of of the experience and and, and grieving and healing right. and all that. Um, and and by no means want to mitigate or take away from the actual family who's gone through this. So, yeah. um, and it was, I think, what came up in therapy for us was we kind of didn't address it really well. We yeah. we just pushed forward with helping continue um, the church, like on, on the leadership team, we kind of stepped in and, and just kind of helped carry it forward. Um, he really, Chad, I'm saying really took a turn towards um, just working on his health and fitness. And I did not, like I did the opposite. I felt like I just, I kind of allowed myself to, I don't know, just get into some unhealthy habits. And um, as we've been talking to Connie about it, we really identified that that was like this um, major event in our yeah. life that really started kind of us on this like different direction in life. Wow. Um, and it's so silly. Like I, I like get so embarrassed because, you know, I have friends who complain about their husbands who are like, they don't do anything around the house or they're not doing the laundry or whatever. And I'm like, well, my husband won't eat a cheeseburger. And like, that is my biggest complaint. And it sounds so stupid to me in my head and on paper. I feel like it's ridiculous, but, um, it has been this thing that has come up where it's like, we just have such different lifestyles. And yeah. there is also part where Chad was a professional athlete yeah. for a majority of his, you know, adolescence, adult life. Um, and so he was literally trained and paid to be healthy and to right. work out. And I was not, I yeah. am half Japanese. I felt like my genes really got me far for like <laughs> up to 40. And then, you know, COVID and, and age just like, was like, Oh, guess what? That's not enough anymore. So, um, all that to say it, it was going back to Connie, it was actually so, um, just, it was really freeing to be able to identify that, to be yeah. able to talk about it with her, um, to uh, go back and, and almost find this, like, this event that really was so life-altering. I mean, it really changed. It, cha it, it oddly enough, brought me to theory. You know, yeah. I was working in real estate in a different firm. And then, um, you know, we, we kind of broke up the team when this happened. And, um, you know, COVID happened. All these things happened that I don't know. It just really changed our lives. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we are working through that. And, and I'm not even saying like, and then now we're fine. We've healed. It was almost just, there was something healing in identifying that yeah. moment. Um, and then uh, since then, now we've just been kind of having some more conversations and, um, and, and just approaching it with a little bit more sensitivity towards each other. Cause yeah. previously we would just kind of I don't know, get defensive. Like he, right. I would make a meal and there would be a carb as a side dish and he wouldn't eat it. And I would get all, you know, upset. Like number one, I made that so rude. <laughs> number two, I'm like, if you're not eating it, should I not be eating it? And yeah. it's just these like crazy mental games. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think there's something to be said about that. Um, there's something to, to be said about with Connie, just identifying. She, she yeah. kind of had this revelation when we started talking about it where she was like, this feels like this was the elephant in the room. You guys have gone through a huge traumatic experience and we haven't, you haven't really healed, you know, right. and, and it's the way you have responded has been different from each other. So just identifying that was really helpful. And so we'll, we'll keep working through it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that's probably helped create empathy for each other as well. Totally. Like this is, you both went through the same thing together, but you yes. had different reactions to it and yes. that's okay. Right.
my death is so interesting. So we, I have not had anybody close to me die ever, really. So actually, unbelievable. It's crazy. I've yeah. been very fortunate. Um, I my grandma died when I was four years old, okay. and she was a great lady. And I think I would have been close with her, yeah. but I was too young to even really even know it was happening. Right. Um. But other than that, I've had a few, you know, acquaintances die. Yeah. And last week, um, uh, a coworker colleague of ours mike olson he passed yeah. and um unexpectedly mm. and he was I, I wasn't that close to him but i you know worked with him often and sure. have had you know meals with him and yeah. quite a few conversations he's probably the closest person to me who's died wow which is kind of crazy yeah um and i think i've had this weird unknown of not knowing how i'm going to deal with death when mm -hmm. somebody close to me dies yeah. and i and i still don't know because i wasn't super close yeah. with him but um yeah i'm like i've been very fortunate and i'm just death is weird it's, it's everyone so, reacts to it so differently totally. and yeah yeah i feel like um well not to totally like negate this conversation but i was literally in a walk with chad this morning and we we're talking about our tombstones okay it's a great morning <laughs> monday morning conversation I can't go deep right now. No. Um, and he's like, uh, we were talking about just our, um, our like future retirement plans. And he's like, what if we go back to Santa Barbara and we do this and we sell this and we buy this and you know, and I'm just in my head, I'm like, I cannot commit to something like that. And I feel like that's what he wanted me to say is like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, maybe. And well, Chad's like, such a planner. He wants to know what the five year, 10 year, 20 year plan is. And in my head, I'm like, how, how could we possibly know that? Yeah. Like, what if our kids go here or what if they, you know, stay in, in Tacoma or stay in Washington? You know, I don't want to leave them. Um, but so my response is like, yeah, maybe. And he was like, you know what? On your tombstone, when you die, it's going to say Jamie Erskine, 1982 to whatever, 2048, whatever year. And then it's going to have in quotes, maybe. Like, that is your quote of your life. Yeah. It's like, you've been known to be like, well, maybe. I'm just like noncommittal. And that maybe is the back to the Enneagram. Yeah. I'm just like FOMO uh, to the extreme. I don't want to commit because what if? What you if it's something different? I'm actually, I don't like committing to something unless I know that I'm 100% able to do that. Uh, same. Yeah. I, I have people in my life past and present who will just say yes to everything yeah. and then they will you know back out the last second or whatever and that's always driven me crazy and me too so i, I want to be somebody who if i say i'm gonna do something i will do it like unless you know some crazy circumstance yes. prevents me from doing it yes. but so i'm in i i'm the same in that Thank way you. That I, <laughs> okay. yeah. I feel validated yeah, yeah. long-term planning is interesting too like I, it's fun to dream about like what the future could look like, but it's hard to say for sure this is what, you know, 10 years from now is going right. to happen. So. Well, and like to go full circle with our conversation today, I do feel like there is something beautiful about Island Palooza and just that property in general. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's, I feel like you could probably do multiple episodes on just talking about it and how you've honored your grandma's name by, oh, yeah. you know, renaming the street there. Um, there's so much to that, but also this like, there is something to be said of it's not just a property, right? Like you're using it to like bless other people right. to create these events where I, I literally walked away being like, I wonder if they realize how impactful that is for people. Right. Like when you are so intentional to create an experience like that, um, I wonder how much feedback or, or how much you guys realize like my kids love I, like every year they get excited about it yeah like me and chad are like this is our favorite day yeah like to just go somewhere where you literally just get pampered where you know somebody's thought about all these different things it's just so special yeah so i think for us too like it's one of our 
favorite days of the year yeah. as well. And, and we're putting it on, we're putting a lot of work into it, sure. but still it's well, one of our favorite days. I mean, honestly, when do you guys start planning this? We start talking about, we put a date. So it's usually like the same weekend in August for yeah. the most, I think this weekend, this year might've been a little bit different, but I want to say beginning of the year, we start having like kind of some preliminary conversations and then probably around April, we send out the invite and start like getting the wheels in the motion. Right. And then um, my mom is really, she plans a lot of it. Um, I help with ordering, you know, the, the koozies and the yes. swag and the supplies yeah. and yeah. stuff. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, I mean, it's months and months of planning to, yeah. to, to for one, pretty much one day. Right. So, and it's, it's always worth it. It's always, yeah. you know, when we see people having fun, we're having so much fun. Like every year it's, you know, it starts at 10 AM, starts pretty early yep. and it's 10 PM before I know it. And I'm like, where, right. where did that day go? Yeah. But when I think back, I'm like, I had so many amazing conversations throughout yeah. this day. I wasn't on my phone at all. Right. I literally didn't even think to like, I, <laughs> I actually feel bad every year because I have friends will be texting me like, oh, I missed the ferry or, oh, or, or I'll miss calls and stuff. And yeah. I'm just like, I'm not on my phone at all. I don't want to yeah. be, I want to be present. I love that. Yeah. I think, and, and maybe moving forward, you just tell them, Hey, I won't have my phone. I should so, probably do that. Yeah. <laughs> because I remember, I feel like this was recent, like last year, something you, you were like, I'm really going to try not to be on my phone yeah. at all. Um, and that and it's is one of the few days of the year that's like that. Like, it's honestly, rare. it's, it's pretty yeah. rare that I'll go the whole day w without like I have very few pictures from the day, yeah. which I'm always taking pictures. Yeah. And it's just, this happens every year. Where I'm just like, I, there's so many people there that I just want to talk to and just yeah. want to like, and there's volleyball. I love volleyball. I play yeah. hours of volleyball every year. Yeah. And yeah. Such a fun day. Yeah. So, I um, it. I want to talk to my, my grandpa too, cause yeah. he, he puts so much work into oh this as well. Oh my gosh. So he, he actually is my favorite. He's the best. So he lives out on Anderson Island. Yeah. Um, most of the year he goes down to Palm Springs for the winter right. is the snowbird thing. Right. But um, the property has become really his like pride and joy. It's yeah. a pretty big lot. And he mows, he takes care of all the grass. He's built um, like gardens. Mm -hmm. He's built all these sheds and different things all around the property. Yeah. And every year he builds like a giant slip and slide. Yes. Which is every year it's gotten better. Like <laughs> this Amazing. year there were like kind of some guardrails along the side and a big. And he makes it all. He makes it all. Yeah. yeah. He does it all. He built some like per semi-permanent um, volleyball polls this year too it. which yeah. it's just yeah he's amazing um he's 85 years old and yeah. is probably the most active um healthy 85 year old that i know sure and so inspirational to everyone around yeah. him like i literally yesterday morning went on a bike ride with my grandpa yeah like how many people can say they will no. like, go on a bike mm -hmm. ride with their 85 year old right. grandpa he the last few years in a row he's ridden his bike from Wenatchee to Tacoma, which is like almost oh, 200 miles. My gosh. He does it every, almost every year. Yeah. Um, he's still hiking and playing tennis and just like, he's, he, I call my fitness icon because yeah. like, he's what I aspire what to What does be. he do? What's his secret? He just stays active. He's, he moves every single day. He, okay. He, I mean, whether he's being like doing does he eat cheeseburgers i'm just asking for a friend he does eat whatever he wants pretty much yeah so he, he had i said so no. funny actually so we we went on the bike ride yesterday and then i was we were talking afterwards and he disappeared to his house for a little bit and yeah. he came back and he made a smoothie and i was like oh what'd you put in your smoothie and he was like raving about a smoothie he's like oh yeah there's chocolate ice cream love it and a banana i'm like that's the milkshake yeah. that's not a smoothie <laughs> <laughs> that's a milkshake <laughs> but you like talking about the smoothie but he eats ice cream almost every day and okay doesn't follow like a crazy healthy diet by any means wow. but just stays active pretty much every single yeah. day so yeah and he's had cancer he's you know he's wow. had different like health problems sure. over the years and he's you know it's been short 
hiccups, but he's been able to push through those yeah. and it's pretty crazy. Yeah. So, so my whole life I'm, I've known him as Papa Dick. That's, that was my growing up. I always called him Papa Dick. Okay. And I think he's trying to rebrand himself right now because he, he, it. he, it's never too late to rebrand. He, he introduces himself as Richard now to people, which oh. is so weird for me to hear because he's been, Very he's been Papa formal. Dick my whole life. Yeah. So, but he's great. One more Papa Dick story, Please. actually. Okay, Can we so call him Richard? Let's, Richard. One more Richard story. desire to rebrand and That's, call him Richard. We can do that. All right. I'll try. So he's lived on the on Anderson Island for a few years. We have a few different buildings out there, and he lives in one of them. Okay. And he, for anybody who's never been to Anderson Island, it's a really small island. Um, yeah. But there it's is- a pretty a, tight-knit community there. Pretty tight-knit. Yeah. It kind of feels like a step back in time. Like it's- Yes. Um, the grocery store feels like it's from the 70s. Right. and. Um, but there's a golf course on the island and there's a pretty nice little um, country club on the golf course. Yeah. And that's the only restaurant on the island. Right. And shout out to, is it Riviera? The Riviera okay. Country Golf and Country Club, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. um, great. If you're on Anderson Island, yep. check it out. <laughs> um, so he was there one night. He goes there pretty often because it's like he's a very social creature and that's the, yes. the only place you can go pretty much. Like he's a bit of a ladies man, isn't he? 100%. Yeah. yeah. To a fault a little bit. I mean. Yeah, it's uh that we can save that for okay, another all right, day. But, that's enough time. So he was um at this restaurant and uh I think he was just having a good night and yeah. he was there were other people at the bar around him and he decided to buy them drinks and then more people showed up at the bar and he bought them drinks and then I think the word got out to to other people on the island that he was doing this. Bring your friends. And Get down here. Literally dozens of people oh. started showing up. And at that point he was committed, like he was buying everybody their drinks and he ended up racking up a bill of like $3,000. No. Yeah. Richard. He's not, a, he's not a wealthy man. So he, I don't even know how that happened, but the um, restaurant owner, I ended up calling my dad and was like, Hey Richard, this is buying everybody drinks. Like you should come like help him out or whatever. Yeah. And after the fact, she told him that it was the busiest night they'd ever had at the country Okay. Club, ever. Like you're she's, welcome. She's owned this Riviera. place for decades yeah, and right. it's the busiest night in the history of the Riviera. That's so amazing. I, I think he should run for like mayor of Anderson 100%. Island. I don't even know if that's a thing, but if not, he should, he should make it a thing. He's our so. honorary. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So that's Papa Dick for you. That's Richard for you. Richard. Great guy. I want to do that. I want to be the person who uh, just offers to pay even if. Even if you can't. <laughs> even if you go into massive debt. I can't, but <laughs> what a legend. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Cool. Any other weekend highlights? Let me, let me pull up my phone here. Oh, here we go. I have some you notes. Have Let's some see. Notes. This is the difference between Austin and I. You come prepared. Okay, Island Palooza. Okay, monthly challenges. I want to talk about that a little bit. So I've been doing monthly challenges since 2019. What? Almost four that years. That long? Yeah. So not every single month, but most months I've done, every month I've picked something that I want to challenge myself with. I've right. done... Uh, what have I done? I've done like yoga every day for a month. I've done a gallon of water every day. Yeah. I did a 5K every day. Um, you just wrapped up wine every day. Yeah. So more recently, I've decided <laughs> to start mixing in some like less fitness based. You did more dessert fun. every day. That was the best one so far. Yeah. Yeah. There's some fun ones. There. Dessert every day for a month was amazing. Yeah. Um, another great one is like trying a new thing every day for a month. So that was like every day, just trying something I haven't done before. Okay. That was a great one. Like an so, activity. Activity okay. or a new restaurant or cool. new okay. something. Yeah. Um, this month I'm doing a cold shower every day, which does Chad in the cold showers? Feels, oh, feels like loves a good cold plunge. Okay. Cold plunge. Oh my goodness. Don't listen. <laughs> 
feel like you want to talk about what is it called when it's hot and cold hot cold therapy like is that what it is i think so or exposure hot cold exposure maybe something but going from like a a sauna to a cold plunge oh love that his love language yeah loves it (laughs) so i'm not doing cold plunges this do you know what i like what do you like i like to be comfortable yeah i like to be just not too hot not too cold so do you not like a sauna i okay i will I do love a good sauna session. I will say that. But um, we went to Post Hotel. Yeah. Have you done that? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Shout out to Post Hotel. Maybe you want a sponsor. That would be a great sponsor. I don't, they don't even need to pay us. Just like free nights once Honestly, a quarter. Honestly, yeah. I would take even, it. 100%. Um, they have the whole, like, you could do a, a almost like a routine. Like, you, you go to this room, and then you go to this room, yeah. and then you do this cold plunge, and then you do this, you know, steam. And, and I It's in Leavenworth. We'll say that. It. I did feel like you're on vacation, but you feel like you're being healthy, yeah. which is new for me. It's, true. <laughs> <laughs> it's very rare. Um, so yeah, anyways, it's like a spa it's, hotel. It's yes, great. And it's, it's um, 18 and up. Yep. So, and they provide your breakfast and your lunch. It's, it's kind of like a mini all-inclusive setup. Yep. Anyways. Um, so that experience for me was very luxurious and I really did enjoy the sauna. I couldn't cold plunge more than 10 seconds yeah. but chad would he would sit in the little do the, the wim hof breathing and oh all that my gosh yeah so anyways back to you i have an aversion to cold water for sure yeah. i don't love cold plunging i'm trying to like i know that it's good for you i know that it has a lot of benefits so i'm yeah. trying to get myself to the point that i can do right. that but in general cold water is like i don't like it like even yeah we go to lake chelan pretty often and brian is just jumps in the cold water no problem i have to like talk myself into it for like, sure i'll be standing on the edge for five minutes and it's excruciating yeah five minutes because i'm like i just know that the pain is coming right right and i just can't get myself to do it so my hope is that with this cold shower thing like already what the, it's the 14th of the month we're two months two weeks in and i'm already finding it easier just because i basically i do a a regular warm hot shower yeah and then the last 30 seconds it's cold okay um, okay so no i'm not just like going willy-nilly or like cold right, turkey right. in the cold but cold. almost uh, that would maybe be harder because you're like in this hot water and then all of a yeah, sudden it, gets it feels so cold. nice and yeah. yeah so at the beginning of the month it was very difficult for me to turn it from the warm to the cold like yeah. same thing as jumping into a cold lake or whatever like it would take me <clears> some time <throat> to psych myself up for it right already like today for my cold shower it i just immediately turned it and it was just like was a little bit unbear. It was a little bit painful, yeah. but it was just the um. It, it didn't take. I didn't have to like psych myself up into doing it. Okay. Basically, so that's so an just improvement. Two, two weeks. Just then- two weeks, and I'm I'm already making progress. And how do you feel after? I feel good. If it honestly kind of feels like a little bit of a hit of caffeine, like it's that's what I've heard. Yeah, it's it's. I walk out of the shower. I'm like, I feel awake. I feel yeah. ready to you know. Yeah. Conquer the day. It is. First of all, you're very on trend because I feel like everybody's doing it. Yeah. Everybody's posting about it. We see you. We get it. Cold plunges. I think, I don't think you can do a cold plunge if you don't post about it. I think that's the rule. It doesn't exist. Um, it's fine. But I did hear something on a podcast recently where he was saying, you know, just three minutes of his cold plunge and it is completely, I don't want to use the extreme phrase life changing, but Mm. he did say it is, it does totally um, like reboost him, all these endorphins, yeah. rush of energy. He he was selling it. I was like, three minutes, that's not too bad. Um, so I have heard great things. Are you gonna do it? I probably will not do it. I you also, guys have a cold plunge at your house? We don't. Okay. We used to have a sauna that's that's like been uh disassembled. We he we could add one. Um we also have the pool, so he could like turn down the temperature and the oh, you yeah. know, use that. But um 
yeah, I I also get energized from hanging out with friends. Okay. From drinking a glass of cold water. All right. So you, don't, you don't need to, the cold water. Submerge my whole body yeah. to get the same I also think reaction. that I chose probably the easiest month of the year to do cold showers. It's do August. You it's literally every single day. Do I shower every day? Yeah. Do you not shower every I day? Don't. I don't. Is that I work out every day though. So like I sweat every day. So I, I need to shower after okay. I don't, I mean, every this, day, Saturday and Sunday, you do all this. This month I am showering okay. every day. I'd say like in general, I shower pretty much every day. Yeah. Okay. It's a little embarrassing. I just, it's fine. We can edit. <laughs> For me, I sweat. Like when I work out, I sweat a lot. Yeah. Like I, my sweat glands are very, very active. So yeah. I feel like I need to shower. Okay. I shower before bed sometimes. I shower like multiple times a day. Oh my gosh. I, yeah. I like, a lot of water. I like being clean. <laughs> Especially getting into bed. I love when I like take a shower. It's true. I'm all clean. Yeah. Get into like a freshly made right. clean sheet bed. Like right. that's the best feeling. Yeah. Okay. So, that makes some more sense. Maybe you should try it. I should. <laughs> I should shower more. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, cold showers are going well. Two weeks in. What if my monthly challenge was just shower? Just, just shower every <laughs> You do yours do and I'll do one that's like a little bit less extreme. I love it. We that's a great <laughs> idea. So next month I'm gonna do no alcohol. I think that's gonna be my September <laughs> challenge. I actually might join you. So you could do only alcohol once On a day. <laughs> just one drink a day. I'm just kidding. Okay. But you, you'll join yeah, me. That's a stretch. You'll join um, me for the no alcohol challenge. No, I actually. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know what it is. I feel like I'm airing a lot of dirty laundry today. I think but that's the pod. We should name that. Rename the podcast. Airing our dirty laundry. That's 100 what this is. Especially in our new house, it feels like you should be drinking there. Like you feel like you're on vacation. You feel like I'm out by the pool and I should yeah. have a cocktail in my hand. Um, Every time I've been to your house, the first thing you've I'm done drunk. is offer no, me a kidding. drink. <laughs> you're wasted. <laughs> totally kidding. No, you offer you offer me a drink every time I'm there, which I appreciate. We've had a we've had a meeting there actually. We've had a a work we meeting. Have. You, me, Eric, and and Tara, I think. And yep. um, I think it was around one p.m., two p.m. And right. you offered us drinks, and so it was great. We didn't talk about Sunday in our weekend recap. Okay, but to right. go back really quick, yeah. we had a couple friends over, and we had. I mean, we were very much drinking responsibly, but there was a moment where just the adults were around the pool, and we all had a drink in our hand, and it was warm, and it was like this blissful moment of just the kids were off playing yeah. where I was like, this is paradise. Like it just felt so lovely. Um, and the problem is like, I want to recreate that yeah. every day. And if you didn't have alcohol in your cup, it wouldn't be the same. Okay. That's the thing. <laughs> That's a good point. That's what good about, point. so they make like NA like liquors, tequila, vodka that tastes very similar to those. The truth is work. I don't love the taste. Okay. Like there are some things that I drink that I'm like, Oh, this is disgusting. Yeah. Um, so no, but we have, and like a friend of mine, she did a little mocktail, um, not yesterday, but in the past where it's like a sparkling water with some lime and uh, like a little bubbly and you yeah. just feel like, okay. A little ginger beer. Yeah. So I, I do. And I just think the thing is, is like, I kind of want to just do a challenge where I can be like, I, I could not drink. Like yeah. I could actually be like, I don't have to do that. Yeah. And it's okay. Sober yeah. September. Sober September. Okay. Sober so September, except for the weekends. Okay. So for me, I'm doing sober September, except for the last day of September. So I'm okay. going to Oktoberfest in, in Leavenworth. Can't do that. And it's <laughs> Oktoberfest, but it's on September 30th. So it's yeah. on the last day of September, but it's called Oktoberfest. So I feel like it's fine. Yeah. So I'm going to go the whole month. Without drinking, except for the, except for yep. the last day of the month. You could start August 31st. 
True. So then it's a full, it's technically a full 30 days. Yeah. We should yeah. see what day that is. If that's a weekend, never October, mind. August 31st. Um, for me, I also feel like I just know drinking for my health long term, it's not good. Right. You know, like here and there, great, but it's not something. But you do have the Japanese thing going do, for you. I think there's a, there's what a does thing. that mean? So there, so, that we're allergic? Is that what you're going to say? No. Oh, because I think I'm. I think Japan has the highest concentration of centenarians. So people who've lived over hundred years old. Yes. I think I could be, don't fact check me on that, but nobody fact check us on anything. anything. Actually, yeah. there's a, said on this. another podcast. Listen to armchair expert. They do a fact check at the end of the podcast, oh, good which Lord. is like checking on I'm everything. So terrified. I'm so terrified. I'm like, first of all, if I name anybody else or say anything, I'm like, don't check. Yeah. This. Somebody could probably yeah. start a whole separate podcast. Just fact checking <laughs> our podcast. <laughs> Yeah. But anyone yeah. out there is looking to start a podcast. Please don't do us, guys. Idea. Listen. Yeah. Okay. But so, so you're saying because there's maybe something in my genes that would create longevity, I should honor that. You should keep drinking. And oh, okay. I think no, you're okay. saying like because your your nationality tends to live longer. Right. Take care of your body. That too. You can take yeah. it whatever way you'd like. I will <laughs> say the older I get, the more I'm like, it impacts me. Yeah. You know. I drank yesterday what was yesterday yes so saturday on island Plus, i drank throughout the day yeah um a lot of different things i had right. and I, I at no point during the day was i like drunk that's but, i do want to be clear yeah. i'm not like blackout trash it's not like yeah, yeah, yeah. this is a kid-friendly show I that's true like we, we drank together a number of times yeah, I don't think I, i've never seen you you know sloppy i'm not that, sloppy so. thank you but throughout the day i i think i had some rum some yeah. vodka, maybe some tequila. A so definitely of, some tequila. A lot of sugary drinks. Yeah, were on the sugary island. drinks. Yep. I had some champagne. I had a, okay. a variety I of different things. Yeah, and never was drunk, but I woke up Sunday morning feeling not great. Yeah. So I think the key, if I am going to drink, keeping it consistent with picking yeah. one thing and sticking with it is definitely right. something I'm, yeah. I'm getting better at. I know. Like I, I'm not getting better at, but I, I need to do. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's like almost embarrassing now. Like I used to like slam Malibu rum and oh like that would be my, not Coca-Cola, that was my like entry. To be yeah. Clear. Um, Malibu was my gateway drug into alcohol. Oh <laughs> Malibu and fireball. Were my I, two. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. Uh, now I'm like maybe a nice fine red wine yeah. and I'll be good. <laughs> like too much sugar in my head is like, no, thank you. I love the variety of topics we've, we've hit on this episode. Gosh, we went from death to, to alcohol, alcohol and, and everything in between. Island Palooza legacies. What a great, what a great good... podcast. Episode two. Right. What do you think? Are we done? I'm done. Ready for a drink. All right, let's we'll we'll make a little uh little uh, mimosa. Okay, there's definitely do champagne it. downstairs. Okay, I'm gonna start now. I'm actually not drinking. Okay. Okay. All right, episode two. That's a wrap. Thank you, In Jamie. Books. Thanks, Austin. It's been a pleasure. Always. Adios.